Hey, it's Matt, Madison, Carrie, and Tommy, and today we will be talking about tax havens. Did anyone go to a tax haven for spring break? Well, if you're not sure, let's find out. The most famous are the British Virgin Islands, Taiwan, Bermuda, Cayman Islands, the Bahamas, Singapore, Luxembourg, Switzerland, and Malta. In this podcast, we'll be focusing on Switzerland, the Bahamas, Singapore, and the Cayman Islands. Yeah, did you know that governments worldwide lose about $189 billion per year due to tax havens? And approximately 8% of the household wealth worldwide is held in tax havens. Well, Tommy, what is a tax haven? I'm glad you asked, Matt. A tax haven is a jurisdiction that has a load of non-existent taxes. And it's also it's an income-shifting sh- strategy across tax jurisdictions. In 2015, Walmart has dismissed reports claiming that they had $76 billion in assets in an extensive web of 78 subsidiaries located in 15 different tax havens where they have absolutely no retail locations or retail presence, meaning the more companies are utilizing tax havens, the less the governments are getting in income. Well, how are people getting away with putting assets in tax havens? Well, interestingly, it isn't illegal. It is actually a legal tax shifting strategy that can be highly financially beneficial for companies. For countries, though, it isn't. Because of this, some countries are looking to remove themselves as a tax haven, and Switzerland is one of those. So Switzerland was removed as a tax haven in 2019. They are responsible for 5.1% of global tax avoidance losses. Switzerland inflicted tax losses of 12.8 billion US dollars on other countries, and companies were responsible for 10.95 billion US dollars of this. So why was it a tax haven? This is because they offer much lower rates, as low as 9.8%, and so people were putting money in their banks to utilize that low rate. And the Swiss banking did not help with this because they encouraged companies to artificially book profits made abroad in Switzerland. So why is it no longer considered a tax haven? This is because the EU and US pressured them into aligning with international standards. But Carrie, how did they get the EU to remove them as a tax haven? Well, there were three ways. So first was the removal of preferential tax status. So this meant that multinational companies lost a special status that allowed them to pay less federal tax than normal Swiss companies. So instead, they basically put in a baseline corporate tax that all companies had to follow so that the international companies couldn't get a lower tax rate than other companies. And the second was greater controls of residency. So previously, foreign nationals could register as residents in a canton or subdivision of the country with a low tax rate but live elsewhere in Switzerland. So Switzerland now has added more controls, so this isn't as easy for companies to do. So, and finally, there were money laundering changes, which Switzerland made it harder for foreign nationals to open new bank accounts, which has encouraged less money laundering to occur because it wasn't as easy to do. If Switzerland is no longer a tax haven, can it still be beneficial to keep money there? The answer is yes, because they are considered a tax paradise since they still have really low tax rates. So while they're not considered a tax haven, Switzerland is still known for companies keeping their money there. And while Switzerland was taken off the EU's tax haven list, there are some countries that were the complete opposite. Well, going off of that, Carrie, the Bahamas are actually on the EU's list of tax havens, but they are actually on the blacklist. So why are, on the, why are they on the EU's blacklist? So to get on the EU's blacklist, there needs to be a lack of real economic structure. There's no real economic activity that provides benefits, so they need to reform how they are getting their profits and show how they're doing that. And based on the Bahamas, it seems like they're utilizing their tax haven status for eliminating tax evasion and not tax avoidance. 
The European Union has strict rules that need to be followed, just as Carrie talked about earlier. And the Bahamas do not follow these rules very well, including tax transparency, fair taxation, and implementation of international standards that are designed to prevent tax-based erosion and profit shifting. And this is actually the second time that the Bahamas have been on this list in the past five years, once in 2017 and again in 2022, because they haven't really made any progress forward from where they were in 2017 when they came up with how they were gonna fix all these problems and they don't really show anything. But the Bahamas is still considered a tax haven based on their very low tax rates and no corporate taxes. The corporate corporations actually have 20 years of tax exemption. So the really the only taxes paid by the citizens are the property taxes for buying properties, which range between 0.75% to 2% and import duty taxes for importing goods and buying items with an average range of five to 35%. But for select items, it can get up to 220%. And another way is through license fees, mainly for business license taxes, just so you can establish a business there along with marriage licenses. The Bahamas actually created the Bahamas Extended Access Travel Stay, known as BEATS, for people who want to come live in the country on a one-year visa that can be extended up to three years. So why would people want to use this? So people want to move to a country that don't have taxes, especially in a world of remote due to COVID for the past few years. Companies are encouraging their employees to take part in this and go to other countries so they can have quote-unquote offices because they have people working in that country so they can work there and be remote. And it's beneficial to the employees because they move there, they work for the companies, and they have very low taxes that they have to pay and they can just encourage it as a whole. So going off of that, the Bahamas really make most of their money off of tourism. It's about 60% with cruise ships coming in, people coming in to go see the beautiful beaches and visit all the islands. But another way is offshore banking. They make roughly 36% of the income off of offshore banking based off of higher interest rates. And people wanna put their money here as a safe haven, but they also wanna put their money here because of the political and economic stability, which leads to asset protection that they know they're not gonna lose their money over some situation, but they also do include financial privacy where they can't hide it, but it's more of you really can't see it unless you really try to access someone's money and see who owns it. It's a very difficult process to get through. And based off of the offshore banking, there's 250 banks that operate within the country, both regionally and international banks. And for US companies to go in and create an offshore banking account, costs them roughly 350 to $1,000 USD to have an offshore banking account per year. Yeah, Matt, it's funny you mentioned offshore banking because it's actually a reason why Singapore is a tax haven. I mean, it offers tax advantages to offshore non-resident companies. There are 4,200 American businesses like Walt Disney, Procter Gamble, Chevron, GE, and Singapore. And these American businesses invest over $180 billion in Singapore. Uh, these qualifying offshore funds are exempt from tax, including income from dividends, gains, profits, and interest from deposits, bonds, shares, stocks, and securities. So you may ask, if you don't know like what an offshore fund is, it's a collective investment scheme nested in an offshore country. So Tommy, what other industries are given tax breaks? Yeah, so Singapore also offers tax breaks for businesses in certain industries such as foreign banking and global trading. So a lot of corporations incorporated in Singapore are in the banking industry. 
They offer withholding tax exemption on payments to non-residents made between April 1st, 2011 and December 31st, 2026. And these global trading companies are eligible for concessionary tax rates of 5% to 10% for three to five years that they qualify for Singapore's Global Trader Program, which is granted to companies with track records in inter international trade. Another thing that Singapore does is they do not ca tax capital gains. So with all these corporations, what's the corporate tax rate? Yeah, so the corporate tax rate is actually 17%, but they also provide other incentives, incentives introduced by the Inland Revenue Authority of Singapore, like tax exemptions on first portion income earned. They also have an individual tax rate, which is relatively lower compared to the United States marginal tax rate. So marginal tax rate in Singapore is 22% for income above 237683 U.S. which is compared to 37% marginal tax rate for incomes greater than 539900 in America. So Singapore has a lot more structured corporate tax system, while some tax havens do not have corporate tax rates like taxes like Cayman Islands. Yeah, unlike Singapore, the Cayman Islands basically have no tax structure. The Cayman Islands are one of the most notorious tax havens and have become known with the general public through movies and TV shows referencing offshore accounts in the Cayman Islands. Many crime shows and movies reference these offshore accounts and tax havens when they're investigating their criminals throughout the show. The Cayman Islands make it easy for individuals and business owners to shield their assets and identities from prying eyes, much like Matt previously mentioned with the Bahamas and their very much don't ask, don't tell policy. With no direct taxation, the islands are a thriving offshore financial center. According to the Cayman Islands themselves, they are not a tax haven, they are an offshore financial center. They have 100,000 companies, including banks, insurers, and mutual funds registered under their jurisdiction, with about 20,000 of those companies having offices in one single five-story building called the Ugland House. So you mentioned that they have no direct taxation, but do they have any other taxes? They actually have no taxes, meaning they have no capital gains tax, income tax, estate tax, corporate tax, property tax, excise tax, withholding tax, or gift tax. They are considered tax neutral with having very few taxes. So then how do they make most of their money if they don't have taxes? They do not earn any money through direct taxation. They make most of their money through fees, such as stayover and cruise ship tourism, work permits and import duties and financial transactions. Their duty taxes are levied mostly on goods imported to the Cayman Islands at a rate of 22 to 27%. Some necessary items like baby formula are exempt from these duty taxes, while other goods like cars are taxed at a higher rate based on the value of the car. For very expensive cars, the duty tax rate can be as high as 42%. They do have a stamp duty tax, which is generally taxed at a rate of 7.5%. The stamp duty is also known as a stamp tax or a documentary stamp tax, which is a tax the government levies on documents that are required to legally record certain types of transactions. For example, the sale or transfer of real estate, patents, or securities. So do the Cayman Islands have tax requirements? Unlike the U.S., there are no tax filing requirements in the Cayman Islands. In the U.S., you're required to file tax returns if you are a C corporation. The Cayman Islands have no tax filing requirements. Offshore companies are not even required by law to report their financial statements or reports to any authority which continues protecting the privacy of these offshore clients' businesses, which keeps businesses wanting to go to the Cayman Islands for their offshore accounts. This is very similar to the Bahamas and other tax haven 
com countries with their privacy laws. Instead of taxes, companies are required to pay annual license fees to governments, and the fee is based on the amount of authorized shares the capital the company has. There are now more companies registered in the islands than there are residents of the Cayman Islands themselves. Companies with subsidiaries in the Cayman Islands, such as Goldman Sachs, has 511 subsidiaries in the islands without ever having an office there. Yeah, so it's evident these tax havens provide substantial financial benefits to, these, to companies by providing them tax breaks. But what are the downsides of tax havens? Cayman Islands and all tax havens in the world have seen increased criticism from countries which are deprived of tax income from companies who use facilities in the islands to legally evade taxation. Many developing countries have also suffered by having politicians use tax havens such as the Cayman Islands to hide misappropriated public funds. For Apple, they have about 214.9 billion in offshore accounts. It uses Ireland as a tax haven. Apple would have owed the U.S. government $65.4 billion in taxes if tax haven benefits were not used. I know we have talked a lot about tax havens and that can get a, quite a bit boring, but here are some fun facts that you might not know. Some of the 50 biggest companies in the U.S. have stashed approximately $1.6 in offshore accounts. These companies include Microsoft, IBM, General Electric, also known as GE, Pfizer, ExxonMobil, Chevron, and Walmart. There are many companies that are well-known throughout the U.S. that use offshore accounts and tax havens, but there are also many well-known celebrities as well. Just a few of them are Madonna, Justin Timberlake, Nicole Kidman, and Shakira have all been caught using tax havens. Shakira attempted to use the Bahamas as a tax haven. She claimed to live in the Bahamas, but she was spending more than 183 days in Spain, making her a resident of Spain because she was actually living with her boyfriend at the time. And the rumor has it from the three years she actually never reportedly visited the islands during that time. She utilized offshore companies for moving her money, but she also used it to transfer her music rights to Malta that has low taxes to avoid the taxes on her biggest hits, such as Hips Don't Lie and Waka Waka, that were valid, valued at $30 million. So I know we've talked about tax havens a lot through this podcast, but you might be wondering how can this apply to you? Well, many accounting firms have offices in these tax havens. All of the big four actually have offices in the Cayman Islands. So as future interns at PwC Atlanta, I think we all are now looking to request a relocation. Anyone else? Shakira, Shakira. I never really knew that she could dance like this.